You're listening to The Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Each Tuesday, I'll bring you a new episode, but if you're craving more preppy, then shop the merch at thepreppypodcast.com and follow at The Preppy Podcast on social media. Welcome back to the Preppy Podcast. Uh, today's episode is with Kate Hirsch of August Morgan. I have had her cocktail napkins probably for, I would say, since she started. Um, and I'm sure you guys have seen them around at boutiques and stores across the country. They have a really fun little quirky sayings on them um, and cute illustrations. So I was excited to learn more about the inspiration and how Kate came up with her business idea and what some new products might be coming out in the future. But before we get into the episode, I want to remind you guys that if you go to thepreppypodcast.com, you can shop all the Preppy Podcast merchandise, um, which includes fun sweatshirts, uh, candles, everything in between. And it's a great way to support the podcast so that I can keep doing episodes for you. Uh, So check out thepreppypodcast.com and let's get into the interview. All right. So why don't you let everyone know who you are, where you live, and what you do? Thank you. Um, My name is Kate Hirsch, and I live in Austin, Texas, and I'm the owner and designer of August Morgan, um, a lifestyle brand. And you make some of my absolute favorite cocktail napkins ever, um, but we are going to get into you know, more of that in a second. But first, I want to know about you growing up. Like, Were you creative? Were you entrepreneurial? Tell me a little bit about your childhood. Well, I was a creative child. I enjoyed creating um, and making little vignettes of interior design houses for my um you know dolls and I loved making art for the walls and I loved making furniture and I always loved to create I loved art I grew up in Fort Worth Texas which has amazing museums the Kimball the modern Eamon Carter so um I was really blessed to um, have access to such amazing museums Yeah, I love that. I also grew up, my mom was great. And um, during summers, like when we were off of school, my cousin and I, she would take us to the art museum. And I feel like it made me appreciate like fine things and like art and creativity and all of that. So I definitely know what you're saying. Yes. So now when it came time for college, like where and what did you end up studying? Well, um, my degree is in art history at the University of Texas, and um, I then moved to New York and worked for Sotheby's Auction House, where it was like a graduate school for everything for art, art history and decorative arts. And I thought I wanted, you know, to be in the department with the Impressionist paintings or, you know, modern art. But um, I was hired in the bid department, so I got to see every single auction. And so I feel like I learned so much about so many different things that I never would have learned about, you know, porcelain and um, silver. And that's where I really learned and started loving decorative arts. 
So it just opened a whole new world for me. Now when I go to a museum, I have to go see the decorative arts first. So I'm just, you know, uh, wow. taken by them. So What a cool, like, place to work. I feel like that's, like, just, I don't know, up there with goals for sure. Yeah, it was really, really fun. And I was just back in New York a couple weeks ago and had cocktails and dinner with a bunch of girls I worked with. And it was really fun. So I not only learned a lot, but I made lifelong friends. Oh, I love that. Now, how long were you there then for? Um, about four years. And then I got married and um, moved to Wilmington, North Carolina, and then moved back to Austin. So, Awesome. Okay. So now any other career journeys before you started August Morgan um, in between then when you were in you know, North Carolina or moved back home? No. I mean, I just had little jobs here and there. Okay. We didn't have kids back then and my husband traveled a lot. So I was really lucky that um I got to travel a lot with him and I would just um during the day needlepoint <laughs> and then at nighttime go out with him so we really had fun those first few years of just being the two of us that's so cool well I mean and I feel like that ties into your brand today like learning to needlepoint so I was going to ask you about that so tell me about like when and why did you decide to pick up needlepointing then well I actually started at Sotheby's my good friend Eliza taught me how to do it. And we would do it. Days there weren't auctions, we would sit at our desk and needlepoint. And then when our boss walked by, we'd throw it under our desk and tap on the computer. So it was really so much fun. And then we'd have stitch and bitches and cocktails and at night and, um, you know, not really get much needlepoint done. But um, that's where I picked it up. So it's sort of, you know, from there, it's been decades of needlepointing. That is so fun. I always like want to learn how to needlepoint, but I, I decided I wanted to learn how to do this during quarantine, which I feel like needlepointing is actually kind of a social activity in some sense. I feel like a lot of people that like to do it, they like to do it with friends and they also, you know, like to talk about it with friends too. So it wasn't the best time to try to pick it up with just like <laughs> exactly. learning via YouTube videos. <laughs> exactly. And it really, it's pretty darn easy. And I'm having actually a girlfriend over today at three o'clock for, um, uh, to needlepoint and maybe an afternoon glass of wine. Oh, I love that. Can I come? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so now when and why did you decide to start your brand August Morgan? Well, and this harkens back to the needlepoint. I was in Austin before I had, no, it was after I had children. And I guess I got into a groove of, um, living here, having fun, having friends, but I, I just had this urge to do something creative and I was on a bunch of boards and I chaired a lot of parties and then after that I was like well I think I want to make something so I would go around to um, vintage and thrift stores and buy needlepoint pillows and uh, you know scour eBay and take them apart mend them and then have them remade into new pillows yeah. And I sold those to uh, like Barney's New York and Anthropology and lots of chic stores all around the country. Did that for years. And then one day I just thought of, hey, I think I would like to do something where it's not one of, I can actually produce many of something and actually, you know, make more money. And I thought of four cocktail napkins and it just started with that. I love that. And I did not realize that you first started, you know, with this 
being pillows at first. That's so oh, cool. It was really fun. I sold it for years at the New York Now and the Atlanta market. And that's how I got to know a lot of the retailers who now uh, sell my cocktail napkins. Oh, wow. That all makes sense. And I feel like, you know, it's so smart because you saw, okay, this isn't necessarily too scalable, though, at some extent, because you, you're, it's all one-offs, right? It's just yes. what you're finding out there, which is left up to chance a little bit. Exactly. Um, so that's fun that then you decided, you know, to do something completely on your own and that you could have more in quantities and stuff. Exactly. Um, so why why cocktail napkins out of everything? Well, I just thought, um, I do like to drink. I like to entertain and um, I like to have fun and I love funny people and people with senses of humor. So I just thought, you know, why not? And, um, you know, as I say, from there, from four, now we've got over 60 cocktail napkins and we're in over 600 stores. Oh my gosh. And it's funny because I feel like I was trying to remember the first cocktail napkin of yours that I have. I feel like it's been years. It might have been the seeing doubles. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But I just love them so much. And I've met you, you know, in Atlanta a lot. Um, So it's been fun watching you like grow. And I was just in the store even the other day here in Greenville, Delaware. um, And I saw some of your pieces. So that's so fun. (laughs) So now once you decide you want to, you know, take this to the next level, make something completely on your own, then what were some of the like first steps to sort of launching it or I mean, maybe in your case, more like transitioning from um, these pillows to then your own complete brand and products. Well, I just started um, introducing, I found a manufacturer Mm -hmm. and, you know, that was sort of very hard because uh, they're in a whole different country, a different continent and didn't speak the same language. And we kind of went back and forth for those four and I brought them to the gift show. They went, did well. And then I decided I needed kind of more control and I needed a sense of what's going on. So I went over to Vietnam and I found a woman who owns a factory. Everyone who worked for her was fabulous, nice. Um, we've since bought lots of embroidery machines. I trust her. And she, she was, it was really a, about searching for the right person mm-hmm. to make August Morgan cocktail napkins. And I think that's, you know, when I interview people on the podcast, one of the the biggest struggles and the biggest hurdle to get over with launching a brand um, or the one that I get the most questions about is, you know, how do you take something, an idea, and then actually make it happen? So when you were looking for your initial manufacturer, were you just looking at Google? Were you like, where were you looking? I feel like that's something people don't you know. Yeah, know. I just Googled and had some problems with him and then planned a trip to Vietnam and my travel agent hooked me up with some people who they thought would be a good match. They knew. So I drove to a town and met with um, a few people and ultimately settled on a wonderful woman who owns a beautiful factory and uh, went from there. Wow. So who knew travel agents could help find manufacturers? (laughs) We just have to ask everyone and see what shakes out. Yeah. No, I think that's the greatest advice. And a lot of people say that on here is, you know, ask a lot of questions, ask anyone who you know, because you never know who might know someone that can help you. Exactly. 
So, um, okay, so you, you got your manufacturer, you have these cocktail napkins that are doing great at market then. Um, now, I know you have other pieces, like you did clothing. Uh, so do you want to talk a little bit about that then, adding those to the line? Sure. I uh, then wanted to do day dresses for the women who liked my cocktail napkins, who shared a sensibility of, you know, nice, preppy, clean, fun pieces that were, you know, had a sense of humor about them in a way as well. And I, so I started that. And then during the pandemic, I have had, I stopped doing clothes because I couldn't have uh, my designers and my um, agents and the models around because of COVID. So we put that on hold, but I'm trying to pick it back up slowly. Oh, I hope you do. Cause I loved like your sweatshirts were so fun. I loved your PJs um, and your dresses too. They're some of my favorites. So I really hope you bring them back. Thank you. Well, yeah, I'm working towards it. We do have a beautiful scarf and I also now um, license my designs for needlepoint and now I sell those on my site, but they're sold to different, you know, needlepoint stores around the country. It's like a full circle moment, I feel like. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, so one of the things I don't think we touched on yet, and it made me think of it, is you said a sense of humor. And all of your cocktail napkins, they are so clever. Um, they're like puns and just like fun and humorous. And like sometimes they make me think. Um, so <laughs> tell me a little bit about that, like, the idea behind the the fun little sayings on them and how you come up with them. Well, I know, it, I, you know, oftentimes I've been drinking and um, <laughs> so, you know, drinking is part of my work at night, you know, but I just think they just come to me little things and I have to jot them down or email them to myself. And it's already, it's always hard because people say, oh, you need one for this day or that day. And then I feel like it's forced and I don't want to do anything that's too forced. And I know I should do more for Christmas and I know I should do some for Hanukkah. It's just that that's a lot of pressure on me to like make something up for a situation without it yeah. just naturally to me. So that's something I wrestle with. That's it. No, you're doing a great job though. I, I mean, you have some, you said, did you say you have over 60 designs now? Yes. Then? That's insane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, was what would you say is your best seller and then what was the first one you did the first one I did is one of my best sellers it's the buzz with the bees and okay. then the second is the overserved with the tennis rackets and those are actually two that are copied all the time so uh-huh. um but those are my two best sellers I love that and I I think I ha- I have quite a collection of yours um, <laughs> but like I said the seeing double with the zebras they were my oh. first ones and I just love them thank you so what would you say has been your biggest marketing tool? Like how have you gotten the word out and whether it's, you know, new customers or new store accounts, like what's been helpful in marketing? I mean, you know, it has been going to Atlanta mm-hmm. It has been, you know, really, really good for me. I'm in the high design, which is, you know, a juried section. It's not as many um, booths as, other sections so it's not confusing I think when you walk into that section it's calm it's sleek um it's a very nice environment to sell you know, your products mm-hmm. um I may mainly wholesale which you know I'd like to get more retail I ship retail every day but I'm 90% wholesale so yeah. you know that's a challenge for me is 
getting more retail um, buyers. So Instagram has helped, you know, of course, and everyone yeah. as well. So I, I think it's that. So it's, it's, it's a learning process. Yeah. Well, you know, Atlanta market's great. I feel like you're in a great spot there. Like you said, like even just with your neighbors and the other brands yes. there. So you're exactly. a good company. Yes. Um, now, what would you say has been your greatest success or something business-wise you're really proud of? Like, was it being featured in a certain magazine or a certain store picking it up? Or like, what would you say that was? Well, I think, you know, definitely being featured in town and country, mm-hmm. you know, because that's, you know, some a magazine I've always read and looked up to. That was just a pleasure. And, um, you know, I'm in Tucker Neck. They sell my napkins. I think that's great. And the breakers and um, other, uh, you know, big stores. I'm just St. Bernard, which is a Texas chain of very chic uh, sportswear. And so those are some great clients and I'm proud of those. That's awesome. Um, And like I said, I I see your napkins all around when I'm at home or even if I'm just traveling for work. So that's really cool. Thanks. Now, on the flip side to that question, then, um, what would you say has like been your greatest challenge with business? Was it like COVID and having to do away with the clothing then, or you know, is it is it getting um, you know retail customers? Like, what would you say is the hardest part for you? Well, I think it's having people working for you is the mm-hmm. hardest. I had an office downtown um, Austin, and now it's in my house, which is you know, sizable house. So I have room for everything. Um, but it's hard to find people who are going to work as hard for you, no matter what you pay, because they don't have the drive because it's not their baby, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just a challenge. And I do everything from A to Z. I've in the weekends, people that help me come in and restock, but you know, I ship every day. I am like watching TV and the lifetime channel, the victim channel and like shipping everything out myself. And then, so that doesn't give enough time for me sometimes to create or to focus on clothing. So it's really time management is very, very hard. And when you have your own business, you know, you know, there's, there's no off button. You can't Mm -hmm. say, okay, five o'clock quitting time, you know, let's go. And we're done for the day. It just—it's hard for me to to time to manage my time. Yeah, I mean, I feel like so many of us entrepreneurs struggle with that too—the time management yeah. of like you know putting the phone away on the weekends mm-hmm. or when it hits five o'clock, and then also yeah, that having people work for you—it's so hard because it's no one else's baby. Like it is yours, and um, you know sometimes I have trouble too. It's understanding the voice of the brand, if that makes sense, or right. like the lifestyle of the brand, right. um, it, it's, it's hard. So I, I hear you on that struggle. Yeah. Now, uh, where would you say you get inspiration from? I think, you know, you, you mentioned that you and your husband traveled a lot. Um, and I'm, I think you still do. I feel like from yes, Instagram. We do. we do travel a lot. And so, um, you know, just thinking of like, I have a napkin iguana margarita and we were in Mexico and that came to me in Mexico. And um, I'm actually going to England in May and I'm like, I think I'll be inspired there. Yeah. That's so fun. Now, um, since you have traveled a lot, where would you say your favorite place to travel to is then? 
Oh, wow. Well, I mean, we do go to Jamaica every year. We did. Well, you went this year for Christmas, but the last few years we didn't. But we that's just somewhere to go that I know I'm going to relax and my husband can relax and mm-hmm. um, my kids will have fun. And that's, you know, not really traveling for adventure. It's traveling for, you know, relaxation. Yeah. So, but next month I'm going for, um, to Derbyshire for the... I don't know if you know ICAA, um, the Institute of Classical um, Art and Architecture, uh-huh. and they're having a trip for, we're going to tour all the English country homes and gardens. So I, my husband did not want to go with me on this one, but that's my dream, dream, dream trip. So I'm so excited. I'm ready to learn and I'm, I just can't, I can't wait. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. Hey, if I would have gone with you if your husband didn't want to. <laughs> no, I was like, I love English furniture. I love their decorative arts. I love their houses. I'm like, I cannot wait. So, you know, there's travel, yeah, traveling to relax and traveling to learn, you know, are two different things and they're both fun. Definitely. I'm sure you watch, I always watch on PBS, they always have, you know, the old, um, British estates and country oh, homes yeah. and they do tours of them and everything. And that, I'm oh. just obsessed with watching those things. <laughs> me, too. me too. And then I get jealous. <laughs> so. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So since this is the preppy podcast, I always ask everyone, what does preppy mean to you? Oh, I think preppy means having um, self-confidence um, and not trying too hard. Um, believing in yourself always, you know, with clothing, um, crisp, clean, presentable. Um, it's just without trying too hard, just Mm -hmm. a sense of being assured. And, um, it's just, it's classics and you can wear the classics, but you can wear with a twist to be fun and you can add, you know, old and new and styles, but it just, it's just sort of the way you present yourself. I love that answer. I love how you said believing in yourself. I think that's a great answer for it. Thank you. So who would your dream customer be? If anyone could have your cocktail napkins or you know your clothing or scarf, like who would that be? Is it a royal? Is it a celeb? Is it, you know, an influencer, maybe an icon that's no longer with us? Oh gosh. I, I mean, I don't know. So many fabulous people have my stuff now and it just tickles me. You know, I'm just grateful for everyone that uses my stuff right now. I mean, when people post on Instagram, like using my cocktail napkins, it makes my day. And I'm like, I cannot believe this person has my cocktail napkins and look uh-huh. how, what, what they're making, look what they're doing. I just think it's, I'm just so grateful for all of my stuff fabulous stores and the people on Instagram um that tag me I mean it's just someone posted yesterday I follow I can't remember how it was she'd walked into a store for the first time and seen her I think they're bags and I was like I know that feeling that yeah. it just makes me so crazy happy when that happens Oh, that's so sweet. But okay, if Queen Elizabeth got your napkins <laughs> when you're in England, that would be fine. <laughs> oh, <yes>. <laughs> I'm <laughs> picking for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, now, this is probably a hard question because you have so many designs these days, but what's your personal fave of all yours? Um, I think I like 
the, the turkey for Thanksgiving that says, I beg your pardon, because you kind of mm-hmm. have to think about it for a second about when the president pardons the turkeys. And I also love Thanksgiving. So um, I think that's my favorite. That's so fun. That is a good one. Yeah. I like the Santa one too. Yeah. Right exactly. on the head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, now, what is next for you? Any sneak peeks? Like we mentioned possibly bringing clothing back. Um, any new cocktail napkins? Yes, I've got so? some new cocktail napkins coming out. And I think three of them. So um, look for those coming hopefully soon. They're in production. And um, yeah, it's just, you know, it kind of is a well-oiled fun machine, August Morgan. And because I think they're a good price point for hostess gifts and Mm -hmm. the box come, you know, your hostess gift is already wrapped in the box that it comes in. So, um, you know, it's nice because people are entertaining again and it's, it's a fun thing to bring. Yeah. They make the perfect gift. I've given them to friends before. Thank you. So now my final question is, where can people find you? Like, let them know your Instagram handle and your website URL. That way they can follow along and shop all your designs. Oh, thanks. Well, it's augustmorgan.com. And you may purchase there. And then I'm augustmorgan under slash, isn't that under slash KH? Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kate. This has been so fun. Thank you so much for including me. I just, it was fun for me too. Thank you so much for listening to the Preppy Podcast. I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast. And follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media. Bye.